What? <laughs> heart to heart. Heart to heart. Heart to heart. No. Heart to heart. last week I learned that Jesus is the one that has the angels of the seven churches in his hand the impact of that is that it is important to pay attention to the message coming from the pupils because it is Jesus that is controlling those angels and what he wants to tell us he tells us through the angels so the seasons for a local assembly or the seasons for the body of Christ are coming through those angels. So we should ensure that we journey along with the message coming from the pupils and not straddle because it is him that is controlling them. Then the second thing I learned last week, we're talking about maybe birth pangs and giving birth. But you said something very important. You said that how can our ears, our teeth, every, our hair come from blood, right? And I was like, wait, that means the blood of Jesus is so powerful. That means the blood of Jesus can break, shatter, do anything. Because teeth comes from the blood, nails come from the blood, everything proceeds from life. So I learned that last week. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Is there another person, please? Any other person? Pastor Che.
please, um, media room, please. Amen. Praise God. Um, I think you started with um, talking about our mind posture. Um, you talked about that every one of us is carrying baggages. Um, there are things that that is in us that um, that most times we are not aware that um, those things are actually in us. And uh, you begin to talk about that the reason for the revelation of Jesus Christ is to prepare us. Is to prepare us, knowing that um, the essence of uh, revelation of Jesus Christ is revealing the standard of God, the will of God, the mind of God. So, whether our hearts can be able to align to the program and agenda of God, and um, you now went further um, talking about, I think. Um, you may mention of one of the churches in um, um, you talked about that um, I think one of those churches one of the things that one of the things that Jesus said to them is that they will go no, they will go no more out and then you began to talk about that um, that um, the the essence of the revelation of Jesus Christ. There are things, there are things that tempt us along the line. He said the tempters are there, and those tendencies are inside of us. As uh, so, but the essence of the revelation of Jesus, as we journey with that revelation of Jesus Christ, we are going to come to a place whereby we'll be stable. We'll no longer be tempted. We'll no longer, you know, our heart longing for something that is not of Christ. We'll come to a place where we'll be established in our heart, where our hearts will be established and rooted, you know, in Christ. It talks about also, um, I think he that overcome it, that um, you talk about the issue of stone, that what is the essence of stone? Stone, you begin to uh, make mention of stone, talk about the significance of stone, um, and you, re you are relating it to, I think to Peter that we are lively stone, we are being built up. That the essence of um, the revelation of Jesus Christ is to help us to be built up. So finally, 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 we become a stone in the house of the Lord, where we will no longer be, you know, tossed to and fro by all kind of, you know, oppression of death. So that is the only thing that. I Uh, 
Saturday, uh, we looked at the book of Revelation. And one of the things that was said that how the importance for Christ to be revealed, that is how important it is for us to have the revelation of Jesus. And one of the reasons that were being given is that uh, Papa was talking about Antichrist. Hallelujah. Uh, talked about uh, Antichrist that we can. Hallelujah. There's no way we can descend the false Christ if uh, without the revelation, because when we see the Antichrist, what the understanding we have about the Antichrist may not really be what it is without the Holy Spirit being re revealing the true Christ to us. We may not be able to discern uh, Antichrist when uh, we see them. Hallelujah. So the essence of the revelation of Christ is so uh, that we don't follow the counterfeit Christ. That's one of the uh, emphasis that were being made. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And uh, another emphasis that was being made is the mission of Christ. Uh, Christ came to end the race of Adam. Hallelujah. The aspect of Christ coming to race and the, uh, the race of Adam and then to begin a new race in him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Is there another person? Okay, praise the Lord. So I think... Um, um, Last Saturday was very cold. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was driving up and down, <laughs> looking for how to keep my body warm. <laughs> Praise God. And Shile was laughing at me. Shile and Pastor were laughing at me. So with my cold, one of the things that stuck with me was the issue of us becoming pillars in the house of God. And how, you know, be, being a pillar means that um, um, you would be a, a carrier or part of the carrier of the house because it's the pillars that bear the weight of the house. You know, so that really struck me. And um, yeah, so I took that out. So the uh, uh, what I also got was that you know, the things that we are learning are the things that will make us those pillars. God's intention is for us to be pillars. You know, now that I'm talking, I, I, one day I went for inspection when we were looking for property in the GRE here. And I saw the agent taking me, showed me a house that was built with... Um, um, 
slabs. Where you are supposed to have block work, it's all slabs. The whole house is concrete. Yes, all concrete. Why am I saying this? Because as I was talking now, I wanted to say that God, God's desire would have been that every member of his house would be a pillar. Now, that wouldn't make sense architecturally until I remember that that house, it's concrete all through. So it is possible, you know, so that makes sense, telling us he that overcomes, you know, everyone has a portion in him, in his inheritance, in his lot. Praise God. So nobody's, nobody should choose to be a block when we can all be pillars, if that makes sense. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, I would like us to look at the book of Ecclesiastes. Father, we ask you to bless your word. Let everything I say not be me, but you, O oh God. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to overshadow every single person here. Anoint my lips and help me to deliver life to God's people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Um, is a chapter that we must be very careful to enter into. Did you hear me? Now, the reason is because the scriptures are not what we think it is. You know, Yeshua said at some point, he said, the words that I speak to you, he said, they are what? They are spirit and they are living or they are alive. So, to see scripture as something you can just use anyhow, you know, um, might just, you might just shortchange yourself. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I'm hoping that we would begin to understand scripture for who and what exactly it is. Did you hear that? Scripture is not just a book. It's a person. Did you hear that? It's a person. Um, I'd like to say it again. You see, the Bible that you guys are holding, that I'm holding, it's not a history book. It's not a novel. Okay? It's a person. Are we together, please? Now, the book of John, the book of Johanan, tells us this, that in the beginning was who? The Word. And the Word was with God. The Word was God. 
and the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made. I'd like us to take note of that. All things were what? Made. made. And without him, anything you see in existence, okay, could not have been made outside of him. I don't know if you hear me. Including the Satan that we are afraid of. All things. All things. So there must be something about the word. You know, by the time we go to Hebrews, the book of Hebrews tells us that uh, sacrifices and uh, burnt offerings, you have no pleasure. Now, it's interesting to know that the burnt offering and the sacrifices that he's speaking about was actually supposed to be to him. Now, it's worthless to him if you don't know why the sacrifices and the offerings are in place. Did you hear? Did you understand me? Because if you don't know, the, you know like English language will tell us that um, um, where how they say where purpose eh? help me that's right where purpose is not known abuse is what inevitable and then I think Hosea is it Hosea that talks about uh, God's people perishing for lack of knowledge you hear that? So, the issue of knowledge is, in fact, if we go to the book of Proverbs, it tells us that uh, wisdom is the principal thing. And in all you're getting, it says you should get understanding. So, wisdom is the what? The principal the Bible tells us that Christ is made unto us what? Wisdom. So when he's telling you that wisdom is the principal thing, it's pointing you to a person. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now the book of Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that we should look unto Yeshua who is the what? The author and the finisher of our faith. What he's saying is that this is who you are to look like. This is who you are supposed to become like as long as you focus on him. Did you hear what I'm saying? So the priority for you as a child of God is to look unto Yeshua. Praise God. Now, I don't know if you're understanding the drift. So you can't be looking at something else outside Yeshua. Because he is the template. He is the... Uh, what do they call it now? The pattern and the model. And he is what brings pleasure to the Father. The Father can have nothing 
outside Yeshua. I cannot afford. It's not possible. I hope you hear me. Now, if we begin to pay attention to God's word, remember, it's the principal thing. Remember that it is him that you should look to. Remember that all things were created by him for him. Remember that in him all things consist. So he is the being that holds all things together. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Did you get that? So not to pay attention to God's word is colossal damage. And it's so frightening because there's no chance, there's no room for making amends especially in the days that we live in I hope you hear me so if we begin to approach or enter into God's word with fear and trembling with caution and reverence I hope you hear me understanding how or the composition of God's word. Did you hear me? And see it as a house you can enter without uh, 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 without neglecting the person of the spirit of God. Did you hear me? Do you get that? You know, like it says in Proverbs, it says wisdom is the principal thing. In all you're getting, get understanding. In all you're getting. Hallelujah. Now, all the things I said, I said it just to help us understand the book of Ecclesiastes. Because the book of Proverbs tells us that the name of the Lord is what? A strong tower. And that the righteousness, the, the righteous run into him for safety. Of course, you know that the strong tower, the tower he's talking about, is not uh, a building the way we see it. You understand? It's a composition of life blocks. Did you hear? Did you hear that? You know, Isaiah tells us, same thing with the book of uh, Peter, tells us that uh, I lay in Zion a stone, a precious stone, a plumb line. Okay? Now, that stone is not, was not casually put in place. That stone was tried. And the person who tried the stone didn't try the stone in your days, in your time. He didn't even try the stone at the beginning 
or the foundation of this world. He tried the stone way before. You understand that? Now, when you read Proverbs chapter 8, maybe we should just look at that before we come here. God help me. Oh my God. Shaka mana yakana. Oh rebana sokele diosuta kan sekeluluzi atutani. Meriyan tokele nemahai kaka. From verse 1, does not wisdom cry out? Did you hear that? Does not wisdom cry out? The thing about wisdom is that wisdom doesn't go alone. Wisdom goes with understanding. And it says, and understanding lift up her voice. Did you hear? Did you hear me? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the city. At the entrance of the doors to you, O man, I call. And my voice is to the sons of men. O ye simple, O ye simple ones, understand prudence. And you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things. And from the opening of my lips will come right things. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, especially us that didn't come from the land of Israel by birth, the tendency for us to brag and argue at a matter is always there. But it's wise not to speak before understanding. Because the composition of the Hebrew culture was handed down to them. I hope you hear me. Not by man, but by God. Okay? I said that to say this. That this year is what? 20 what? 2023. But in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew uh, calendar, what is this year? It's called 5 7 what? 5 7 8. Huh? <laughs> Some people are picking up their phones too. 5 7 8 4. Now listen, please. Even the Chinese, okay, have their own years. 
They have the year of the rat and have the year of uh, dragon and things like that. So now these, listen, all these things are carefully calibrated by spirits. I hope you hear what I'm saying. All right. Just like October. October is not an ordinary name. They didn't just wake up and say, okay, October. No. Or November. Or January. Or March. All these months are months dedicated to demon spirits. I hope you hear me. So, understanding the composition of the life and the world that you live in is very important. And when you begin to have understanding of what things, how things are in the cocoon called the world that you have found yourself inside, it makes sense for you to begin to make, make adjustments and then waddle your way through the forest so that you can be able to get the plain path and pick the scent of the river of life. Did you hear me? Are we together? Hallelujah. Praise God. So the year 5784 is not just an ordinary year. It's affiliated to what? To the mouth. Am I correct? Hmm? It's affiliated to the mouth. It's the year of the mouth. So look at this now. He says in verse 6, he said, listen, for I will speak of excellent things. And from the opening of my lips will comfort right things. For my, for my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked. Or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. I hope you hear me. So there's no excuse to say this is too hard. Praise God. Receive my instructions and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. All right? Verse 12. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. And find out knowledge and discretion. Verse 13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, period. Did you hear? What did I say? The fear of the Lord is to what? Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign. Pay attention. Can you see it's not just words? Can you see that there's an entity or personality affiliated or associated with whom we are dealing with, right? 
Because he's saying here, he says, by me, kings reign. And rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. You remember when I started talking about how we should enter into God's word? Do you remember that? So it's saying here, it says, those who seek me diligently will what? Find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the path of justice that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth that I may fill their treasuries. Hello. Did you hear that, that last part? <laughs> Did you hear that last part? So when you begin to search diligently, you know Hebrews tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. You remember that? For he who must come to him must be what? Must be what? Must believe that what? He is. And then he's what? A rewarder of those who what? Did you see that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now look at here. It says, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth. That I may fill their treasuries. I beg you, pay attention. Look at verse 22. It says, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way. Now, we know that he doesn't have any beginning. He doesn't have any end, right? Actually, he is the beginning. Actually, he is the end, right? So when you start off with him, you've entered the beginning. When you finish up with him, that's the end. So he's the alpha and the omega. He is the what? Aleph and the what? The tav. Praise God. So what if, if you were me, there's no escape. Right? There's no way out. Okay? Now, so look at this guy. He says, the Lord, now this Lord is talking about is the Father, possessed me at the beginning of his ways. Now we know that there's no beginning, neither is there any end with the Father. Are we together, please? So when he's saying the beginning, he's telling you that inside him, inside the Father, I was there. He says, I have been established. No, uh, let me go back. He says, before his walks of old. Verse 23 says, I have been established from everlasting. From the beginning, before there was ever an earth. Right? You remember I had mentioned 
that the stone that was tried <laughs> was tried before creation. I hope you hear me. Verse 24, when there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew the circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, and when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned the seas its limit, so that the waters could not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master, <coughs> excuse me, Craftsman. Did you hear that? I said, What? Master craftsman. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world and my delight. What did he say? Um, rejoicing uh, and my delight was with the sons of men. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now listen. The purpose why you were created. You see that? This was something that was said before the concept of the earth even started. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So the Lord prepared his heart for you. Did you hear? And the purpose of that is so that you can be like him. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Did you get that? So the main focus of the Lord and of the Father is you. And the only way through which you can come up to be like him is through what? His word using the building materials. Are we together, please? So when he speaks to you, he's speaking life to you. He's speaking himself to you. He's speaking the nature of God to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if you ever you want to be like your father, the way to it is to engage the person of the Spirit of God and engage the Word of God. Are we together, please? Are we together, sir? You want to say something, sir? Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, if you are wise enough to hear what I'm saying and take it seriously and take it as a principle of life, you would know that the Bible that you always look at every day and you put under your pillow it's not just you know something that was typed like a newspaper I hope you hear me it's actually the life of God that has been downloaded into paper okay alright and the essence of 
that is that you, because there's something about reading. Are we together, please? There's something about reading that causes a man to calm down and concentrate in what he or she is reading, okay? With the notion of receiving information from it. Are we together, please? Now, that is for regular novels and stuff like that. This one is not a novel. This one is life. And it's not just any kind of life. It's the life of God. I hope you hear me. Did you hear that? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when you begin to understand that the scripture was handed down by the Spirit of God, okay? And those who took time to write the scripture, did not just write scriptures out of their head. No, the Spirit of God actually put them down. Do you understand? Under some, some, uh, could I call it weight now? A burden. What did it say, sir? Governing Governing influence. Thank you, sir. So much that they have no choice of their own. Someone like Jeremiah now, he was a small boy. He was a small boy. He's the one that they, they told him that uh, before he was born. <laughs> this guy has no... Before he was born. It's like John the Baptist, John the Baptizer. He was a small boy. When he was born, his father had to read out his life for him. So such people, they have no... They don't have any choice of their own but to stay under the mighty hand of God so that the Spirit of God can be able to download because the whole of creation is... is Do you get me? The whole of creation is dependent on those words that were delivered to the prophets so much so that even the angelic keda and angelic beings try to spy into it to see if they could even get anything out of it. The book of Peter tells us that the things that angels desire to look into. This is angelic cater. And I'm sure that when some angels show up here now, we'll start binding and loosening because you will say it's demon. Okay? We understand that. I could do that myself. But these are high beings, thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, rulers. These are governing spirits that govern spheres. I hope you hear me. On your behalf. Because they're going to relinquish those authorities when you have come of age. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. So if you come to that consciousness, you will know that you cannot afford to just dilly-dally and just play with the position that you have been put into. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, I started by talking about the writings of God. Okay? Praise God. And how you and I are supposed to enter into the words. 
I hope you hear me. Did you get that? Praise God. You must have heard me say you enter into the word and you will say which one be that one again? Right? <laughs> you say which one be that? How did they enter into the word again? But the book of Psalm tells you that thy word is what? A lamp unto my feet and is what? A light unto my path. So which means that the word is a way. Did you get that? I hope you hear me. So when you begin to gradually okay understand what you are dealing with it gives you a posture that you can use so that all that is meant for you can be able to be received hallelujah Ephesians chapter 1 Now, the efficient church is a, a church that we should pay very close attention to. <clears throat> the book of Acts is another book that we should pay very close attention to because the book of Acts gives you an understanding. It's like um, a map, okay? All right? Of the movement of those who have received Yeshua as their Lord and Savior how they moved from one place to the other. Are you getting what I'm saying? Living out the life of God. One, two, um, dispensing the life of God. You understand? Three, bringing down ancient spirits that were governing spheres. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And not only that, also your the composition of those who Carried the message, their temperament, their challenges, their perseverance, their reliance, I hope you hear what their dedication, their oaths, their deaths, their sufferings, their tribulations, and then their rewards. Did you hear that? Now, in the book of Revelation, the first church that was written to was the book, the, uh, the church of Ephesus, correct? So, we should pay attention and take time to see what is it that made the Ephesian church what they became. What is the level of labor and the transference of the life of God? I hope you hear me in the efficient church that made them to have a particular height and then what the trappings were that made them to fall from where they were before. Now look at this now. It says, and, chapter 1, it says, Paul or Shaul an apostle of Yeshua the Messiah by the will of God to the saints who are 
in Ephesus and the faithful in Christ, Yeshua. Now, there are two people here. Okay? There are two and there could be one. It says, to the saints who are in Ephesus and, can you see that? Faithful in, can you see that? That says me and says you too. Grace to you. Now, a lot of times we hear grace to be unmerited favor. I don't have any quarrel with that. But I also know that Peter tells me that grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge. So which means that grace is a person. All right? Because the Bible also tells us that the grace of God has appeared unto all men, teaching them. So he's a teacher also. Did you hear that? Now, look at this. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah who has what? Blessed us. See what? We have been what? Blessed. Praise God. With all. Did you see that? Spiritual blessing. Where? In where? So what does that tell you? That the heavenly places is where? Did you hear that? So the heavenly places is inside a being. Right? Hello? Now look at verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of this world. We just read the book of Proverbs. Remember that? That we should be holy and without blame before him. In love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Yeshua the Messiah to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us acceptable or accepted in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and what? Prudence. Hallelujah. Now you may continue to read later, but you can see that blessing, how did it get to the efficient church? Through what? Through knowledge, through teaching, through impartation. I hope you hear me. Through the, the um, brooding of the Spirit of God over the people of God. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And helping God's people when they hear, understanding comes. Now, understanding is not just coming. Please pay attention for you to understand what he's saying. That understanding what he's saying is part of it. But 
in this aspect, the understanding means that it actually downloads into you a nature and a life. Did you hear that? So, if it's how far you go, when you meet Yeshua, or those who met Yeshua, he will ask them, what do you want? One person will say that I might have my healing. He will say, okay, you have it. And I will say, oh, that um, I'm here. Okay, you can hear. And I will say, oh, I have leprosy. Okay, be healed. Did you hear that? Whatever you ask for is what you get. However you journey, the distance you are able to go, I hope you hear me, is what is accrued to your account. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, please? The desires of your heart, the distance that you are willing, you see, that's why when you are in the journey, there are things that are required. One of them is temperance, patience. Do you get what I'm saying? So that you can be able to receive, are you getting me? And you can be able to journey. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, in your journey as a child of God, I don't know that you should always look for where it is rosy. Now, this, I can't preach this in some places. Okay? There's room for you to fight for what belongs to you. Actually, you should fight for what belongs to you. But you must know what belongs to you for you to fight for it. You must know the curriculum and you must know your pathway. I hope you hear what I'm saying. If not, you would know what to do. Now, what you and I have not come to understand is that the life and the world that you live in you came into it. You didn't design it. We have little children here. My nephew just came back from school on holiday. In fact, we decided this kind of school he would go. He passed so many other schools, but we chose the one we wanted him to go to. And of course, the first week, I want to go back home. Just like every single one of us. I don't like the, you know, I don't like the food. Stay there. Doesn't have to be too rosy. It doesn't have to. Did you hear me? Something happened between myself and my son some years back. He had to go back to school. And uh, he missed his flight. There was so much turmoil. And that was the last flight, or the second to the last flight. They just couldn't put him on that flight. 
we tried everything. When we came back the next day, somehow the lady just, just to pity, said, okay, you know what, I'm going to help you guys. You have to go to Ghana to go and pick up your flight. And we had to enter the road because my son has to go to school. I got to Kutonu. I was looking at the plane, but the internet was down. I couldn't buy a ticket. There was nothing I could do. It's not Nigeria. You just have to have internet to buy the ticket to enter the plane. After I've tried all my Nigerian things, I decided to just charter a vehicle and pursue Ghana. So we entered the road, headed to Ghana. I had an office in Ghana then. I called my, my driver to come and pick me at a flower border. We left the house as early as 5 a.m. or something like that. My son didn't eat. I bought him things. Bought him banana, apples. I bought him uh, NVN, water. He didn't trust the water. I said, it's from France. He said, okay, thank you. Collected it. He could only manage Coca-Cola and uh, sneakers. But he learned a lesson from that trip. He told me later, because I begged him, I did everything. He said, don't worry, Papa, I'm okay. I said, but you need to eat. <laughs> later he told me, after that trip, he had to re-examine his life again and decided that in this life, there are times of suffering. There are times of emergency. Things don't have to go rosy all the time. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Now, you see this book, you read it as poetry, but it's not a poem. This is actually the biography of human life on planet earth. Did you hear? To everything, there is a what? Season. Now, what is season? Season is what? Cyclical. Right? So to everything, there is what? Season. A time. Now, time, they say, does not wait for anyone. So, time is, time is a <laughs> Time is a traveler. Do you agree? Time is a traveler. It doesn't wait for anyone. It's on a straight line and it's moving. He won't wait for you. You have to catch up with him. It says, to every purpose under heaven. See, a time for every purpose under heaven. Did you hear that? There's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck what has been 
planted or a time of harvest. Okay? A time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. Okay? A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embrace, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. And then you may continue. But, listen, if you read it as a poem, you've missed it. But if you read it as your life, as your curriculum, what did you say, sir? as a manual of your life, you will gain a lot from here. Because if it says there's a season, it means that you have seasons of your life. And in the seasons of your life, if you miss it this season, you have to wait for the next season. So you have to learn some lesson to be able to catch up and not allow yourself to miss it again the second time. Did you hear what I'm saying? But for the time, once you lose it, it's gone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, I was speaking with a young man or some young men today. That individually, family-wise, ministry-wise, company-wise, nation-wise and the world as a whole. There are times and there are seasons. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, if you look at the book of Revelation, it tells you that there is a temptation, okay, or trial that all the inhabitants of this world will go through. But Yeshua promises that if you do this and that, he says, I will do what? I will keep you from, from that period. Do you get what I'm saying? Are we together? Am I making sense, please? Hallelujah. Where we are as the people of God, this is a new place. It's a time when people can make up their minds. I beg. And it's a time when people are like, ah, let's all gather together, believe God, and make the best out of it. Did you hear? I talked to the young people. And sometimes they come to me to ask for some things. 
oh, this one is not, it's not in place. Oh, this one is not in place. I said, don't worry, it will be in place. Oh, I, this one, you know, we don't have toilet. We don't have this and that. Oh, yes. We have to go through time and pain sometimes. Did you hear me? We have to all come together as the people of God. Every single one of us must put our hands into it so that it will be us and not a few. Did you hear me? I don't know if you've ever heard of those they call foundational members. They were there when it all started. Pioneers. My plea today is as let's all be patient. My plea today is that we are going to make it, every single one of us. My plea today is that everything we are going through is for a reason, it's for a season. Hallelujah. My plea is that every single one of us should be part of what is going on. Hallelujah. You know, there's something about Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a cupbearer. Nehemiah was the closest to the king in Babylon. Before the king can drink any wine, and the wine of the king is the best, Nehemiah must drink of it. He's not only a cup bearer, he's also a cup taster or a wine taster. I hope you hear me. So he's the one that has the opportunity to taste the wine that the king has to drink. So he wasn't a poor guy. And Nehemiah's ministry is associated with building, reconstruction, renovation. Okay? Hallelujah. Now, you must understand that when... Hallelujah. When you're building God's house, you're going to have challenges. You must know that. There are going to be Sambalats and there are going to be Tobias. You have to know that. If you take time to study the book of Nehemiah, the guy was doing well by himself. But he heard one of his brothers came and came back from Jerusalem and he asked him, how is the city? And he said, the walls are broken down. The walls are broken down. 
this is devastated. The guy said, no. That's my homeland. And he was sad. And he carried the wine to give the king in sadness. And the king asked him, what's wrong with you? He said, my home. My people. He said, what do you want? He said, can I be given permission to leave the luxury of the king's palace and journey back to Jerusalem? And he got there. He saw the place. It's like, oh my God. The glory of Jerusalem. The people of God. The Bible says that Jerusalem is a city that was compact. It's just a wall. They're building a wall, put him inside the Bible. And there are principles that he followed. There was persistence. There was strength, inner strength, temperance. What do you say, sir? After a while, he had to... Uh, listen, he, he now began to encourage people. He said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. There was, there, there was so much antagonism, betrayals, hearsay. People were talking nonsense. But he stood strong. He got to a stage. He told them, hold your trowel with one hand and hold your spear in another hand. Did you hear? So there's a time there was so much antagonism and trouble in your walk to build the house of God that you need to hold on to prayer and the word. Did you hear me? Now, if you read it, and I would encourage you to go and read the book of Nehemiah. He broke it down to different sections. There was the fish gate. There was which other gate again? The water gate. Ship, water, water gate. Do you understand? There were different gates. Now, and he broke it down in such a way that it was so easy for the people. And God put it in the heart of God's people. To all come together. To build do you understand that? Everybody gave something. Important thing. When the whole thing was finished, there was a need to read the word to God's people. That's where Ezra came to place. Ezra's time came and it was required that Ezra should read the word of the promise to God's people. A time also came when they had to take census. Please pay attention. Everyone according to his father's house. Everyone according to his father's house. Everyone according to... Do you get that? 
And you would wonder, what is all that? But when you know that these are God's people, when you know that these are people that God himself birthed in adoption, you know that this life of every single Israelite is important. Especially their father's homes, their father's names, and their father's houses. Because out of each one of those houses, Christ might have to come. Did you hear? So everybody has to be ready. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You would think it's only Old Testament, but in New Testament, book of Acts, there was also a time when God's people had to come together. And when they came together, there was a need to raise up deacons or bishops. Deacons are bishops, right? That's interesting. <laughs> we, in Nigeria, we have turned it the other way around. The bishops are higher than in the Pentecostal. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, what am I trying to say? Everybody had to contribute. Everybody had to contribute. Everybody had to give. Some people sold lands, some people sold houses. And it's important to understand an Israelite is not permitted to sell his father's land. This is inheritance. You, you are not supposed to. But in Christ, it was a different thing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Stand up. So while we were in the other place, we did acquire lots of things. Now we don't have any space for those things. And if you want, if you want, you can take over from here. 